Hey everyone, welcome for a midweek prophecy update. Hey, before we get going, I want to let you know that on Sunday, November 8th, we're going to have a prophecy conference at the 412 Church in Southern California. Uh, my guests will be James Cadiz, Don Stewart, uh, Dr. Andy Woods, and David Tal, and, and then myself. Listen, it's going to be all day on that Sunday. Go to Hope for Our Times website for more information. But let's you and I get going. In all of the discourse, when Jesus was asked by his disciples, what's the sign of your coming and the end of the age? The very first sign that Jesus gave them was deception. Beware that nobody deceives you. Many will come in my name. But listen, it's not just there where we are warned about the deception. We are also told in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that in the last days, during the tribulation period, that God would send a strong delusion on the masses of people in the world because they would not receive the love of the truth. In other words, they wouldn't receive the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. They've turned completely from him, so God sends this massive delusion. And then, it kind of seems like we're living in this place of delusion right now. And then as you look in various places in the Bible, you're going to find this theme of deception over and over and over again. In fact, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, you find out that in the last days, the people are believing in doctrines of demons, even people who uh, go to church or were formerly going to church. I believe that we are in a place of great deception right now, and it's only going to increase. Just consider just a couple of these things, right? Listen to this new CDC estimate, a Center for Disease Control. Fatality rate for COVID-19 drops again, and it may surprise you. It has here, age zero to 19, your survival rate, 99.997%, one out of 34,000, and then the numbers just go on from there. You look at that, and then there's this article. Based on latest CDC data, the Wuhan coronavirus poses virtually no death risk whatsoever for people under the age of 50. So you look at these things, and I've been telling people for quite a while, don't just believe what you're hearing in the mainstream media, Go to the CD website, and you can get your own facts from there. And you find out that there's something very strange that's going on throughout the whole world. Listen, coronavirus is real. COVID is real. Uh, that's why it has some teeth in it. But the problem is that it's not as bad as we were told it was going to be. And we found that out almost from the very beginning. In fact, if you look at the, the draconian measures of lockdowns that have come, these have come and there haven't even been any laws. It's been primarily governors and mayors and county supervisors have been saying, well, you should wear a mask. And what's happened is people began policing people and shaming them. And you look at this, you know, yes, there are people that die from this, but there's also people that die from pneumonia and tuberculosis and all of these other things that are, uh, that are out there. So what is really going on? Why did the world really go into a lockdown? And not only that, why, when you think about it, it, it with this quarantine, the first time with a quarantine, it's been the healthy people that are quarantined, when usually it's the sick people that are quarantined. So what's going on with that? And then you look at the upcoming election. Project Veritas, you've probably heard of this. Massive ballot harvesting election fraud in Minneapolis tied to Alon Omar. Listen, I've watched some of these reports. I've seen the videos. 
There is money that's been handed over. A purchase of votes really is what's taken effect by Ilan Omar there in Minneapolis. You look at this, why would someone have to do that? I'll tell you why they have to do these types of things is because they know they're not going to win if they don't go the traditional route of fair voting. Doesn't stop there. So you have that kind of deception that's taking place. Here's this. The Joe Biden campaign's Texas political director has been formally accused of helping to run an illegal ballot harvesting operation, according to two separate affidavits filed in Texas uh, Supreme Court. You look at that. And then we find these ballots that have been found. They've been discarded uh, by the sides of roads in, in dumpsters. And you're hearing these things. What on earth is really going on? Why is this really happening? And then there is deception in so many different places. And we're being lied to all the time. Why? I believe this is why. I believe that what is happening right now is a threat to the global world order, a threat to that utopian dream with humanism uh, running everything. Uh, basically, humanism says this, that man is good and society is bad. That's opposite of what the Bible says. The Bible says, no man is not good, that's why we need a savior. So what humanism teaches, and actually when you start looking at Marxism and so forth, is we need to bring an end to society as we know it. Enter in uh, the new world order and globalism, but you can go all the way back to the book Genesis, Genesis chapter 11, and figure it out there. In Genesis chapter 11, you have the Tower of Babel with Nimrod, who was doing everything that he could to build his own global system, his own new world order. And God, he destroyed it. How did God destroy that attempt at the world order of Nimrod? God visited uh, the place there of Babel, and he destroyed it, and he separated people according to languages. He confused the languages so the people didn't have one voice anymore, and they were scattered to the four corners of the earth. Listen, ever since then, there's this, been this attempt with humanism at the top to bring men into having one voice, not necessarily one language, but one voice, and having a global system of utopia. Listen to this. H.G. Wells, uh, many of you have heard of H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells, uh, the author who uh, uh, died in 1946, was remembered primarily for writing The Time Machine, The Invisible Man, The War of Worlds, and, and other science fiction. Wells not only believed, listen to this, in a new, in a one-world government, he believed in a fascist one-world government. Here's some of the features of his utopian view. In 1936, he forecast the coming of a world brain. Think of internet. He, excuse me, he envisioned something like the internet combined with artificial intelligence. Many scientists, including Stephen Hawking, uh, warned that a real AI might take over everything. But H.G. Wells, he consider this with everything that we see happening in the tech world, and with this attempt at building this global system. Wells believed that in the future, every person would have an identity number and the world brain would know all the basic facts about each individual. Does this sound like the mark of the beast of Revelation chapter 13 and all the registration that we hear that's gonna take place and you can't do this or you can't do that uh, unless you have a vaccination? That's also the talk we're hearing now. That's gonna, listen, this is all gonna eventually develop into the mark of the beast of Revelation chapter 13. It is all going there. H.G. Wells envisioned this 
way back then when he looked at the utopian world. He also said a special squad of elites would solve all problems. Like many in his day, Wells believed that smart, emotionally uninvolved, scientifically-minded people would, could solve anything if given the authority to do so. He believed that most problems have only one solution, and that without emotional entanglements, the elites would quickly see it. Does that sound like the rhetoric we are hearing every single day? And then he also said this, this is way back in 1936, the elites would have full access to the world brain's population database, knowing the whereabouts and basic data on every person in the world at all times. Listen, this is almost 100 years ago. He envisioned this, the Bible warned about it, and this is what we are hearing. This is the rhetoric. This is the narrative that we are hearing. He also said this. Get, get a load of this. People considered plain, dull, or stupid would either be exterminated or sent away to an abandoned island. Think of how those who are conservative or believe in the Bible are labeled now as deplorables. And here's H.G. Wells saying, these kind of people need to be sent away. Uh, they need to be uh, done away with. In his book, The New World Order, Wells wrote, countless people will hate the New World Order and will die protesting against it. Hence, what do we see right now? We have this election coming up here in America on November 3rd. And man, we are seeing things escalate because there's a lot of people like you and like me that are warning what H.G. Wells wanted with this utopian world. We are witnessing it coming about. We are being deceived. The deception is great. There's all kinds of delusion. It is all going this way. And the Bible told us it was going to go this way. However, in his book, George Orwell, in his book, 1984, he warned this, writing and concerned about H.G. Wells' teachings, he wrote this, during times of universal deceit, this is where we are, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. Folks, that is where you are right now. You tell the truth, and what happens? You get shouted down, you get shamed, you're not politically correct. Look, if you speak out on what's really going on with the riots, and you say these are not peaceful protests. What are you? You're shouted down. You're considered a liar and all these other things. You watch what's going on in politics and the deception. Folks, we are living in the last days. I don't know how much time we have left until Jesus returns for us. But when we look at this, we need to connect the dots. We need to be ready. I can't encourage you enough to be ready. Listen, I want to tell you this also. This Sunday evening, October 4th, this is what I'm going to do this Sunday evening, October 4th. I'm going to do another prophecy update. And specifically, we're going to be looking at America and why is America not in Bible prophecy. Folks, there's a lot of various uh, options that are on the table right now. And I'm going to lay them out for you because one of them, no doubt, is going to come about, if not all of them at the same time. Uh, but I'm going to connect everything because we need to be warned and we also need to be aware of what is really going on that you will never hear in the mainstream media. That's this Sunday night, October 4th, 4 o'clock Pacific time, 7 o'clock on the East Coast. Anywhere in the world, you can watch it on this YouTube channel. Listen, until next time, God bless, and don't be deceived. Look to the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, 
DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.